Hi, I'm Stella Glory and this is Talking Vision Now, a podcast which takes a look at a Talking Vision interview of the week for you to listen to now. June 13th is International Albinism Awareness Day. This year's theme is Made to Shine and it was chosen to celebrate the achievements and successes of persons with albinism worldwide. And now we're going to hear from Matt about his experiences of living with albinism. My name's Matt, I'm 30 years old and I have albinism. Uh, my parents were ever concerned about my future as a child with albinism. They never really showed it. They let me go about, make the same mistakes every other child makes. So that, I guess in my case, it was a bit more of things like running into things. I sort of <laughs> learned that the hard way. Um, but no, in general, they hit it very well. Um, yeah, they never really let me know that I was different. I thought sort of had to discover that for myself. Uh, but I think that was the ideal way for me personally to make that discovery, I think. So my albinism presents itself in a few ways. I have the white hair that goes with it, um, very fair skinned. I burn quite easily in the sun. Uh, my eyes, I also have nystagmus, nystagmus, which is a condition where my eyes move involuntarily. One of the first times that I realized I was different would probably be when I was in first grade. I decided that my hair was longer than it needed to be and I trimmed off a little bit of it, not too much, just a bit of the fringe. Yes, I went out to recess, uh, came back afterwards and the teacher immediately came up to me asking why I'd cut my hair. I insisted that it wasn't me, but it was quite obvious given that I was the only person in that classroom with white hair. My father does have a favourite saying. Uh, It is, it's not the disability, it's the ability that defines a person. Uh, It's something that he's said as far back as I can remember it's something that he's always been saying and he still says it to this day he likes to bring it up every now and then during school I think I had something to prove something to a, a desire to make myself feel not labeled as the albino as it were but I feel like the way I dealt with that was you know just trying to be involved just trying to make myself as normal as everyone else when I was much younger I would tend to refuse aids that might assist me so I started using AIDS in around grade five or six around there. By the time I got to high school, I was much more accepting of these AIDS. Um, so I had all my reading material that would be presented on an A4 sheet to the rest of the class. I'd have that presented on an A3 size sheet of paper. Uh, I was using a laptop for basically all of my classes. And my favorite part was uh, doing all my end of year and mid-year examinations in a private little room by myself. I think that helped de-stress me a bit. I definitely appreciated being able to do those without being surrounded by a swarm of other kids. At university, I studied a Bachelor of Media Communications that involved primarily a lot of social media strategies and communication side of business, the strategies involving that, um, but also involved a fair bit of video production. So after university, I joined the Career Start Graduate Program here at Vision Australia. Yes, after a year in the Career Start Graduate Program, I was eventually offered a full-time position here at Vision Australia, where I'm now the Media and External Communications Coordinator, uh, handling all social media affairs and some light video production duties, which ties nicely into my studies. So I feel like I've made good use of that. 
I think my advice to any younger people with albinism out there would be to accept any help that you're given, whether that be aids for studying or just any general advice or things like that. Uh, I think it's important to you know, make the most of any opportunities that you get. Um, yeah, I wish I'd started doing that from a much younger age. Um, so yeah, I guess that would be my advice for younger kids. And just remember, it's your ability that matters. I'm Stella Glory and this is Talking Vision Now. And if you enjoyed the interview, remember you can listen to the full Talking Vision program each week on Vision Australia Radio, associated stations of RPH and the Community Radio Network. You can find Talking Vision on iTunes, Podbean and through the Vision Australia Library. You can also find and follow us on Twitter, just go and find Talking Vision 1, that's numeral 1, Talking Vision 1. And I'll see you next time.